Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Bites of Health, where we hope to take a bite out of your parent worries each day with sound advice and guidance. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist, and today I'm joined by our pediatrician bestie, Dr. Dina DiMaggio. Hello, Dina. Hello, Jess. All right. So unfortunately, as many of you know, measles is back and we are seeing cases crop up across the U.S. and also internationally. So we wanted to share some facts about measles and how to protect your family. The clock is ticking, so let's get to it. Dina, what is measles? So measles is a really contagious virus. So following exposure, approximately 90% of susceptible individuals will develop measles. The period of contagiousness is around five days before the appearance of the rash on the person to four days afterwards. And the scary thing is, is and why it's so contagious is that it may be transmitted in public spaces, even without person-to-person contact. Yeah, people don't realize that if an infected person is in a room and if they leave that room and someone else walks into that room and is not properly vaccinated, they can become infected even two hours after the infected person leaves the room. It is that highly contagious. All right. So what are the symptoms of measles? So measles basically be broken down into stages, which is the incubation stage, the prodrome, exanthem, and the recovery um, phase. The incubation period is 6 to 21 days with the medium of about 13 days, and it begins after the virus enters via the respiratory mucosa or conjunctiva. The prodrome phase is usually lasts for about two to eight days, and symptoms include Fever, fatigue, loss of appetite, followed by conjunctivitis, cold-like symptoms with runny nose and cough. About 48 hours prior to the onset of the exanthem or rash, or the classic measles rash, um, patients may develop these what's called coplet spots, which is classic um, sign of measles. And they're one to three millimeter whitish bluish elevations with a red base, typically seen on the inner cheek opposite the molar teeth. This, however, does not occur in all patients with measles. Then comes the exanthem or the rash phase, and it appears two to four days after the onset of fever. It looks like a red, flat, initially blanching rash, which classically begins with the face and spreads down with the, to the toes. After three to four days of this, the rash darkens to a brownish color and begins to fade. Now, there's a recovery phase and the immunity phase. Um, so the cough may persist for a few weeks after measles, and fever usually lasts three to four days, but may last longer if there are complications. Immunity after measles, virus infection, though, is thought to be lifelong. Mm-hmm. And we we have something that can prevent this, right? You know, we have yes. a, a vaccine that is over ninety seven percent effective. And I and I bring that up because you know I, I always say we're victims of our own success, and and most of us haven't ever seen measles because of how effective the vaccines are. So can you tell us what are some of the complications of measles? So complications are pretty common with one or more complications occurring about 30% of the measles cases. Diarrhea is the most common complication, but ear infections are also pretty common. People can also die from measles, which uh, most deaths are due to respiratory tract complications, such as pneumonia or encephalitis. Another complication is um, called acute disseminated encephalomyelitis, which is a demyelinating disease, which causes symptoms such as fever, headache, neck stiffness, seizures, and mental status changes like a coma. 
Another complication is called subacute sclerosing panencephalitis. Both of these are hard to say, which is a fatal progressive degenerative disease of the central nervous system that usually occurs seven to 10 years after the initial measles um, virus infection. Wow. Yeah. I don't think people realize how serious it can be. And in addition to those things, there could be hearing loss issues, as you said, brain swelling. I mean, these, these there can be potentially serious complications. So who is at risk uh, or at highest risk for these complications of measles? So obviously immunocompromised individuals, pregnant women, individuals with vitamin A deficiency, a poor nutritional status, and they're very young and they're very old. All right. So what's the treatment for measles? So the main treatment of measles is supportive. Um, there are no specific antiviral therapies approved for treatment of measles. This includes fever reducers, fluids, and treatment of bacterial superinfections. Treatment of other complications such as seizures and respiratory failure may also be needed. How can we prevent the measles, Dina. <laughs> mm, so vaccination has less interruption in measles virus transmission. And there's no link between the MMR vaccine and autism. Let's repeat that. There is no, absolutely no link between the MMR vaccine and autism. And you can get the vaccine after six months old, which is one, which is what we usually give to patients if they're traveling. Um, but the shot doesn't count. So we have to repeat it after one year and again at around four years. All right. Well, I learned something. We hope you learned something and we have lots more to share. You can get your bite of health every day, Monday through Friday. If you like what you've heard here, let us know. Leave us a review on Apple and be sure to tell your friends. Remember, there is no single or best way to parent. Parenting is a journey and we are all just doing our very best. We wish you happy, healthy, and stress-free parenting. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.